This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Tuesday, February 13th, 2024, I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Waylon Smith. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, Super Bowl 58 breaks record. All in your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Abigail Cunningham will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Victoria Wilburn will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a mostly cloudy 50 degrees. And now on to our top story. Consumer inflation in the United States cooled last month yet remained elevated in the latest sign that the pandemic-fueled price surge is only gradually and fitfully coming under control. The consumer price index rose 0.3% from December to January, up from a 2 excuse me, a 0.2 increase in the previous month. Compared with a year ago, prices are up 3.1%. That is less than the 3.4% figure in December and far below the 9.1% inflation peak in the mid-2020, excuse me, in mid-2022. But the latest reading is still well above the Federal Reserve's 2% target level at a time when public frustration with inflation has become a pivotal issue in President Joe Biden's bid for re-election. Officials in Central Oregon this week reported a cause of bubonic plague in a resident who likely got the disease from a sick pet cat. The infected resident, the cat, and the resident's close contacts have all been provided medication, public health officials say, and people in the community are not believed to be at risk. Plague isn't common, but it also isn't unheard of in the western United States, where a handful of cases occur every year. Here are a few things to know about what the plague is, who is at risk, and how a disease that was once a harbinger of death becomes a treatable illness. The National Weather Service reports the coastal storm that hit the northwest has dumped up to 15 inches of snow in some areas. The storm brought hazardous driving conditions, school closings, and flight cancellations today, along with some power outages. The the nation's largest school system in New York City switched to online classes, remote learning today, but reported technical problems with the online system that prevented many students and teachers from logging in this morning. Boston schools were closed along, excuse me, although the storm shifted and the southern part of the state got the brunt of the snow. More than 1,000 flights were canceled and accidents were reported across the region. Two officials say Israel and Hamas are making progress towards a deal that aims to bring about a ceasefire and free hostages held in the war-ravaged Gaza Strip. Key meetings are continuing on today between the sides in the Egyptian capital of Cairo. The talks are moving forward even after Israel intensified its offensive in the southern Gaza city of Rafah, from where it freed two hostages but killed at least 74 Palestinians, according to local health officials. The Egyptian and Western officials said gaps remain between Israel and Hamas, but progress, po- excuse me, progress is being made. They spoke on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to discuss the sensitive talks with the media. The longest Super Bowl game will also go down as the most-watched program in U.S. television history. 
According to Nielsen and Adobe Analytics, Kansas City's 25-22 overtime victory over San Francisco averaged 123.7 million viewers across television and streaming platforms. That shattered last year's mark of 115.1 million for Kansas City's last play victory over Philadelphia and is a 7% increase. The game was televised by CBS, Nickelodeon, and Univision and streamed on Paramount Plus as well as the NFL's digital platforms. Some of the increase can be attributed to a change in the way out-of-home viewers are counted. Coming up, fishing threats take Marshall by storm. That and more news from across the Tri-State when News Center 88 returns right after this. If you remember poodle skirts, mini skirts, or bell bottoms, you're just the right age. Whether you listen to Bing Crosby or Chuck Berry. Or the Beach Boys, the Bee Gees, or the Beatles. We need your help. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, you too can register to become an organ and tissue donor. Surprised? You shouldn't be. Any age is the right age to donate the gift of life, and the need is great. Today, thousands of people are waiting for a transplant. But only one in three of us over the age of 50 is a registered organ donor. If we all registered, imagine how many lives we could save. How many families we could help. So whether you remember the first step on the moon or the last step of the hustle. Take an important step today and learn more. Get the facts. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Find out how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Waylon Smith. CSX says a cargo train derailed in rural West Virginia, but no injuries were reported and no cars with hazardous materials have spilled. CSX and Morgan County officials say the train derailed yesterday, and Morgan County 911 says no evacuation was needed because of the remote location. CSX says the cars contain dry cement, calcium chloride, and sodium hydroxide. Hazardous materials teams checked the area, and it was determined that CSX would handle the response. CSX says crews have begun removing 10 roll cars, and they're repairing the lines and restoring the area. Service is expected to resume today on one affected line, and repairs to another are expected to be completed by tomorrow. The cause is now under investigation. Two fired top executives of First Energy Corps from Ohio's former top utility regulator have pleaded not guilty in connection with the $60 million bribery scheme. The state announced a combined 27 criminal charges against former CEO Chuck Jones, senior vice president Michael Dowling, and former Ohio Public Utilities Chair Sam Rendazzo yesterday. They are accused of roles in bribery schemes related to a legislative bailout of two nuclear power plants. Former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder was sentenced in June to 20 years in prison for masterminding a scheme. Lobbyist Matt Borges was given five years for his role. As technology continues to advance and become more complex, so do the scammers that use it to their advantage. As Trevor Smith reports, scammers have begun to use emails sent to those they hope will unknowingly give account access by entering personal information. 
phishing emails have begun flooding the inboxes of Marshall University students and professors looking to steal information. Phishing email tries to get you to click on a link and like enter your data basically and then they just get they just log in with whatever you send them. Um, I've gotten several to my Marshall email. I'm not sure how many, but I've gotten them a lot, a lot more this past semester. Referred to as bad actors, the fishers use time-sensitive false promises to make a sense of urgency in those who receive the emails. As I've paid attention and tried to figure it out to make sure that I avoid that, but I can see how it would be really easily easy for someone else to not and just think they need some of their account authenticated or anything and just get their information totally stolen. I've gotten a couple emails saying like, great job opportunity, like click here, you can start immediately, pays great, no resume needed. and. I work here, my mom works here, and she told me that they've gotten a lot of students that have been clicking on them, and then obviously it's a scam. These scams go beyond emails, and students say their social media accounts are also targeted. Definitely on social media. I know that's been a big problem with a lot of my friends getting their accounts hacked. Marshall's IT says to carefully inspect unknown emails and avoid clicking links that have unknown destinations. For News Center 88, I'm Trevor Smith. Thanks, Trevor. Anyone who believes they may have given up any personal passwords should immediately change them and report any suspicious emails to Marshall's IT department. Coming up next, mental health emerges as a dividing line in abortion rights. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. and welcome to the Music Request Hotline. Please state the name of the genre you'd like to hear. Alternative? You said hip-hop. If that's correct, please say yes. No. You have confirmed hip-hop. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I said alternative. Country you want to hear? No, no, no. Country it is. No, I said, said alternative. Sports. Alternative rock. Music. No, no, okay. no, no, Tired of ignored requests? No, no, Call 696-6651 and get what you asked for on WMUL-FM. No, I want to hear jazz. Freedom of, freedom, of speech means freedom of speech means freedom to say, I don't like the cafeteria food. I'm pro-choice. I'm bipolar. I want change in my government. The freedom to say, I'm Republican and I'm gay. As, as long, long as, as it's, it's not, not hurting, hurting anyone, anyone. Whatever I say. Whatever I say. I have the freedom. I have the freedom to say it. I have the freedom to say it. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, Robert R. McCormick Foundation, and this station. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the WMUL request line singer. Oh man, we're out of range. I'll miss all of my favorite music. No worries. With WMUL's 24-7 live stream, the cutting edge of your radio dial becomes the cutting edge of your phone too. Just go to marshall.edu slash WMUL and your favorite music goes wherever you do. I'll pull it up now, just in time for more music. Call 696-6651 now. DJs are standing by. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Radio News Reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Willen Smith. Officials say Estonian Prime Minister Kaja Kallas has been put on a wanted list in Russia because of her efforts to remove Soviet-era World War II monuments in the Baltic nation. The move comes as tensions between Russia and the West soar amid the war in Ukraine. Russian media reported today that her name appears on the intended 
excuse me, Interior Ministries register of people wanted on unspecified criminal charges. Callis dismissed it as Moscow's, quote, usual scare tactic, unquote. The list includes scores of officials and lawmakers from other Baltic nations. Other officials said the move was related to her efforts to remove World War II monuments, which have been pulled down in the former Soviet bloc. Israeli forces rescued two hostages after storming a heavily guarded apartment in a densely packed town in the Gaza Strip and extracting them under fire. Local officials say at least 67 Palestinians were killed in the operation early yesterday, most of them in airstrikes. The rescue in Rafah briefly lifted the spirits of Israelis shaken by the plight of the dozens of hostages held by Hamas. Israel has described Rafah as the last remaining Hamas stronghold in the territory and signaled that it may soon target the town on the southern edge of Gaza. More than half of Gaza's population of 2.3 million people have fled to Rafah to escape fighting elsewhere. Tens of thousands of Indian farmers are marching towards the capital to demand guaranteed crop prices, renewing a movement from two years ago that succeeded in getting the government to repeal contentious new agricultural laws. Authorities are determined to control the latest demonstration to avoid a repeat of the 2021 protest in which protesting farmers camped outside New Delhi for over a year. Farmer groups say they decided to restart their demonstrations because the government has failed to meet key demands from the previous protest, such as guaranteed crop prices, a doubling of farmers' income, and loan waivers. The protests come at a crucial time for Prime Minister Narendra Modi, who is expected to sweep upcoming national polls and secure a third successive term. The head of the United Nations nuclear watchdog has warned that Iran is, quote, not in entirely transparent, unquote, regarding its atomic program. That is after an official who once led Tehran's program announced the Islamic Republic has all the pieces for a weapon, quote, in our hands, unquote. Rafael Marino Grossi, the director general of International Atomic Energy Agency, said that, quote, there's loose talk about nuclear weapons more and more, including in Iran recently, unquote. Iran has been enriching uranium closer than ever to weapons-grade level. The wider Mideast is now on the edge because of Israel's war on Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Abortion rights advocates are trying to get initiatives to protect reproductive health on the ballot in several states this year, and one major difference has emerged in their proposed language, whether to include mental health as an exception. A Missouri proposal would allow lawmakers to restrict abortions after a fetus is considered viable, except if an abortion is, quote, needed to protect the life or physical or mental health of the pregnant person, unquote. A similar measure has been proposed in Arizona, but proposals in Florida, Montana, and Nebraska do not explicitly mention mental health. The CDC says mental health conditions were the leading underlying cause of pregnancy-related deaths from 2017 to 2019. And coming up next, House Republicans are still struggling to impeach Mayorkas. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this.
High school students from around the world come to spend a semester or year in area schools. Your family can learn about Germany, China, Finland, or another country by hosting a student. International Experience is a nonprofit that facilitates international exchange, and they invite you to share your home with a student who will become a part of your family. To learn more, contact International Experience at 888-266-2921. That's 888-266-2921, or visit ie-usa.com. 888-266-2921. You're listening to West Virginia's first public radio station. Public radio? What does that mean? No commercials. All I'm trying to say is maybe uh, no commercials is a good idea. Help build ratings. So crank up the commercial-free sound of WMUL FM 88.1, and we guarantee you won't hear one single commercial. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Willen Smith. West Virginia legislation that limits ca- excuse me, counties from regulating architectural operations is stoking fears that a logging company could re- resurrect plans to build a toxic spewing facility. The House of Delegates approved the bill today after it previously passed the Senate. It would bar counties from overstepping state laws on agricultural operations. Last May, what a wood products agency withdrew an air permit application after Hardy County residents complained. The fumigation facility would treat logs to be shipped overseas, and the bill doesn't address the facility but bans counties from regulating any federal or state registered pesticide, herbicide, or insecticide. Hardy County planner Melissa Scott says the bill is of specific interest to many residents. A Republican lawmaker in Kentucky has unveiled sweeping legislation that is meant to shore up and expand the network of child care centers across the bluegrass state. Senator Danny Carell says today that another objective of his bill is to bolster early childhood education. Carell is proposing that the state pump $150 million per year into his bill's child care initiatives and in its next two-year budget cycle. The bill comes aimed at uncertain times for child care providers and parents in Kentucky and elsewhere. The $24 billion of pandemic aid that Congress passed in 2021 for child care businesses is drying up. Consumer inflation in the United States cooled last month, yet remained elevated in the latest sign that the pandemic-fueled price surge is only gradually and fitfully coming under control. The consumer price index rose 0.3% from December to January, up from a 0.2% increase the previous month. Compared with Compared with a year ago, prices are up to 3.1%. That is less than the 3.4% figure in December and far below the 9.1% inflation peak in mid-2020. But the latest reading is still well above the Federal Reserve's 2% target level at a time when public frustration with inflation has become a pivotal issue in President Joe Biden's bid for re-election. Was he really away for nine years? John Stewart's return to The Daily Show, as hosted last night, no doubt felt similar to his fans. His signature moves, blunt satire, facial grimaces, incentives, excuse me, incentives, use of video, and some occasional lectures were all intact. He dove right into the subject that two aging presidential candidates would surely wish he didn't, their fitness for office. Stewart has agreed to host the Daily Show on Monday nights through the presidential election. A variation of the phrase, quote, it seemed like he never left, unquote, was part of at least three reviews of his first night back. House Republicans, having failed to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas the first time, are more than ready to try again. 
This evening's vote is expected to be tight, even with the arrival of Majority Leader Steve Scullies, who has been away from Washington for cancer care. Speaker Mike Johnson's threadbare majority cannot spare defections or absences in the face of staunch Democratic opposition to impeaching Mayorkas. After last week's embarrassing setback, Republicans are still trying to make good on their priorities as they criticize the Biden administration's handling of the record number of migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border. And coming up, Abigail Cunningham will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast. And Victoria Wilburn will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us. Would you believe that someone could go in for cancer treatment and end up infected with hepatitis C? I'm Evelyn McKnight, and that's what happened to me because a healthcare worker reused a syringe during my chemotherapy. This should never happen, but in fact thousands of people have been exposed to serious infections because of unsafe injections. Don't let it happen to you. Learn what questions to ask your healthcare provider to protect your health or even save your life. To find out more, go to oneandonlycampaign.org. Do it today. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. So Marshall and North Carolina about 45 seconds away from tip-off here inside the Dean Dome. High atop the Liberty Bowl. Broadcasting from what we'll call affectionately the tool shed. As the kick is high and end over end, we're underway here at Lane Stadium. Welcome back to the Wallstein Center in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Marshall women's basketball on the brain. WMUL-FM Huntington. Are you job hunting? With SelfCheck, you can check your employment eligibility records before your next employer does. So before you apply, check out USCIS.gov backslash SelfCheck. It's fast, it's easy, and it's free. SelfCheck gives you the confidence of knowing your government records are in order. Check out your employment eligibility today at USCIS.gov backslash SelfCheck. SelfCheck is a service of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services and E-Verify. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Abigail Cunningham, and it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It's been chilly and windy so far today with a high of 50 degrees and an expected low of 34 degrees. Clouds will move in tonight, allowing for a cloudy start to your Wednesday. There will be a break in the clouds around noon and will warm up to around 50 degrees. Tomorrow night, expect a few clouds to stick around and a low of 35 degrees. On Thursday, we can expect a much warmer day with a high of 60 degrees. Thursday night, however, is a different story as we are forecasted to have a low temperature of 32 degrees. Today's weather word of the day is equinox. An equinox is the time of year when day and night are nearly equal in length. Equinoxes signal a transition time of year. In the northern hemisphere, the autumnal equinox is the transition season that leads up to winter. Conversely, the vernal equinox is the transition season of spring that leads to summer. On the equator, the sun can be seen directly overhead at noon on the day of an equinox. Thank you to weatherology.com for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it's a mostly cloudy 50 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm Abigail Cunningham. Thanks, Abigail. Now Victoria Wilburn joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, Emma. When it comes to golf in Lake Worth, Florida, 
excuse me, Florida, Marshals Emily Malachi and Casey McElveen each got off to an excellent consistent start at the Atlantic Invitational on Monday. Malachi fired a 2-under-69 in the second round, while McElveen had a 1-under-70 in the opening round, pushing themselves in the top three of the competitive field. McElachi prior to the today's final round is in second place at even par for the tournament. Malachi was also garnered the best second round score in the field and one of only three under par. On the other hand, McIlvain tied for third and contained her one shot back at one over. They will compete their final rounds on today. When it comes to men's and women's basketball, the Marshall University men's basketball team, 12 and 13, 7 and 5 in Sun Belt Conference, competes against Appalachian State, 20 and 5, 10 and 2 in the Sun Belt on Thursday, February 15th, and again against Coastal Carolina, 6, 17, 3 and 9 in the Sun Belt on Saturday, February 17th. Follow the coverage dates and times on ESPN Plus. In the women's basketball, first place heard women's basketball team travels to Boone, North Carolina, to start a four-game swing on the road. The Marshall women's basketball team, 17-6, and 11-1 in the Sun Belt Conference, will spend the next two weeks away from home in effort to persevere through their four-game road series. The herd opens their road trip with a noon game Thursday at Appalachian State, 13-11, 6-6 in the Sun Belt. The herd faces Old Dominion Saturday, February 17th at 2 p.m. Texas Tech's February 21st, and they will close out their road series against Louisiana Monroe on February 24th. Swimming championships are amongst us as the Marshall University swimming and diving teams are ready, set, and headed for the Sun Belt Conference Swimming and Diving Championships in Orlando, Florida. The four-day event will be at the Rosin Aquatic Center amongst competitive teams, Georgia Southern, James Madison, Old Dominion, and the Thundering Herd, where they all will stroke it out. On Valentine's Day, the first event kicks off at 4 o'clock p.m. You can follow complete championship competitions, finals, and times via ESPN coverage. The Steelers have released quarterback Mitchell Trubisky after both sides agreed to part ways, according to NFL insider Mike Garofalo. Trubisky started in five games in the 2023 season, had 632 passing yards, four touchdowns, and five interceptions for a quarterback rating of 71.9%. Trubisky struggled on the field via his not more than one game of 200 or more of passing yardage. Suffering injuries and Mason Rudolph coming to the quarterback helm in 2023 season also led to the decision. Last but not least, the Kansas City Chiefs are once again Super Bowl champions in the 58th Super Bowl conquest. The 49ers would take the Chiefs into a gallant overtime tied at a 16-piece game. The Chiefs would pull it off with an easy touchdown reception from with 12 seconds left in the game. Had the 49ers' extra point not been blocked, the results could have been different. Congratulations to the Chiefs on back-to-back Super Bowl victories in three of six years. That concludes the FM 88.1 Sports Report. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Victoria LaVon Wilburn. Thanks, Victoria. Coming up, Usher tied the knot after his Super Bowl performance. Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88. Welcome to 
to Marshall University. We hope you enjoy your stay. But we know, sometimes college students can get a little down. Introducing the cutting edge of all ailments, WMUL. Feeling homesick? No problem. WMUL will keep you company all day long, from our 6 a.m. morning shows until late night alternative. Tired of pinching pennies? Then WMUL is perfect for you. Marshall's very own radio station is 100% commercial free. We hope you enjoy our presentation, and don't forget to listen to 88.1 WMUL. You two must be proud of Johnny. Oh, we sure are. Yeah, he's a great kid. So he's got a job at the dealership, right? No, no. Yes, he did. Oh, right, the dealership. You know, he just started uh, there. Actually, it's been about six weeks. <laughs> Has it been that long? And he graduates next year, right? Oh, no, no. He's still... Yes, he does, Tom. Sure, Johnny graduates next year. I thought you were talking about... Who, Tom? Need to get closer to your family? So, Larry, let's talk about your kids. Give your family everything. Give them your time. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Are you tired of spinning that dial and hearing the same old Top 40 stuff being overplayed? Do you go to bed at night dreaming of a station that will play music you want to hear all the time? Whether you're driving in your car or chilling on the porch, leave your dial here at 88.1 WMUL, progressive music, and other stuff that you want to hear. Having a good time. This is your Weedmeister 2000 string trimmer, cranking up to chow down on the crabgrass growing out of your driveway. This is the little chunks of rock and dirt flying everywhere like shrapnel, hitting your ankles, and sooner or later, hitting your eye. This is you calling yourself every name in the book for not wearing eye protection when working with a lawn tool. Any lawn tool. And this is a message about safety from the American Optometric Association. And finally today on New Center 88, Usher and longtime partner Jen Gogochea got married in Las Vegas just hours after the R&B Superstar's headline appearance at the Super Bowl halftime show. That's according to officials and documents obtained Monday. Usher and Gogochea have been together since 2019 and have two daughters together. He's been married twice before, but it's Gogochea's first. Usher recently ended a two-year Las Vegas Strip residency, releasing a solo album and beginning a U.S. tour in August. The chapel where the two wed is known for a minister who often dresses as Elvis Presley. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University in the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Waylon Smith, Trevor Smith, Abigail Cunningham, Victoria Wilburn, Peyton Sisko, and for the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Emma Johnson, and your thought of the day is our doubts today can limit the possibilities of tomorrow. Franklin D. Roosevelt.